Welcome to the B-Zone. I'm your host, Bob Wilcher. I began reading and listening to self-help books about 20 years ago, and they have really helped me to become a better and way more productive person. Not everything I have read is great, but sometimes you have to get into a not-so-great book in order to really capture all the great things in a more stimulating book. This is how life works. You may be in a crummy job that you don't like, but it may be leading you towards a different path. And in order for it to do that, you have to fully get into your crummy job and advance as far as you can. This is the way to create new opportunities for yourself and change your future outlook. I finished reading Atomic Habits by James Clear not too long ago, and I want to summarize several of the concepts that I found very helpful. He makes the claim that in order to truly create a successful habit, you have to become the person who does the new habit. This is the only way for it to stick. You have to become the change. He says that habits are not about having something. They are about becoming someone and that you become your habits. He goes on to say that the best way to change your habits is to think about who you want to become rather than what you want to achieve. A successful habit can change your beliefs about yourself. Here are some examples. If you want a clean house, then you have to become a clean person. If you want a healthy body, then you have to become a healthy person. You need to ask yourself, what would a person who has a clean house or a person who is healthy do? Does a clean person throw their clothes on the floor or let the dishes pile up? Does a healthy person drink soda and live a sedentary lifestyle? You have to become the change. If you are not carrying out the habits that will get you what you want, then you haven't become that person. This is where repeated habits over time can change your beliefs about yourself. This leads me to another key concept in the book, which is repetition. He says to start with and commit to repetition in order to change habits. Taking a new perspective can help with this. Focusing on the benefits of the habit are more important than looking at the detriments. For example, if you just took up exercise, it's going to be uncomfortable. But rather than putting your energy into that, focus on all the great benefits of improved health and well-being that come from regular exercise. He talks about it in terms of have to versus get to. If you see exercise as something you get to do versus something you have to do, then your perspective is different. Get to puts opportunity into the equation and you'll put in more effort and get more out of it. He talks about laziness a bit and that it follows the principles of physics and human nature. We are wired to take the path of least resistance, just like water flowing down a stream. We are programmed to do what is convenient and what produces the most value for the least amount of effort. The less energy a habit requires, the more likely it is to be successful. Let's think about all the obstacles in the way of getting to the gym. You have to make time, pack a gym bag, drive there, and know what to do at the gym. The truth is that most people who have a gym membership do not use it. This is why fitness studios are becoming more popular, because at least the what to do is taken care of. People who do belong to a gym or fitness studio only travel on average less than five miles to get there. 
In order for the gym or fitness studio to be a consistent part of most people's lives, it has to be combined with something else that they are already doing. If the gym is along the route going to or from work, that definitely can help. Habits are easier to make if they fit into the flow of your existing life. If you prepare your gym bag the day before at the same time you are getting dressed or putting your clothes away, that also makes it more likely that you will work out. He says that every habit is just an obstacle to getting what we want and that a key is to reduce the friction of the habit. Habit stacking is a concept he talks about where you layer on a new habit to an already existing habit. If you want to make your bed every morning, then program yourself to do it immediately after you brush your teeth or turn off the alarm. If you layer a new habit onto an existing one and you repeat it enough times, it creates a change in your beliefs about yourself and you become the change. This is when permanent change happens. He says that people don't really want the habit. They want the outcome of what the habit gives them. This is why it's so important to create an environment where doing the right thing is as easy as possible. He talks about commitment devices, which make bad habits more difficult. Some examples he uses are buying a router with a timer that shuts off at 10 p.m. So you can't have access to the Internet past 10. Tell the waiter to cut your meal in half and box half of it at the time you are ordering so you don't overeat. Sign up, commit, and pay for an upcoming challenge way ahead of time. He also talks about using smaller plates, deleting apps from your phone, and enrolling in an automatic savings plan. Automating as much of your life as possible can be very successful, and the best way to break a bad habit is to make it impractical to do. He talks about laws of behavior change, saying that what is rewarded is repeated and what is punished is stopped. He says, we value the present more than the future, which is why it's hard for us to do something now and not get rewarded for it until later. Our instant gratification needs create problems. Think about animals in the wild. They need to make choices that affect them immediately, like hunting, keeping their cubs safe from predators, or finding shelter. It's not quite the same with humans. Overeating and eating unhealthy, palate-pleasing food is a major problem among humans because the immediate pleasure of taste is so strong that it overrides our logic brain that knows it's not good for us for many reasons, including weight gain over time. Habits that are immediately satisfying almost always win, and habits that produce delayed satisfaction almost never win. Training ourselves to delay gratification, he says, is a critical step to success. He goes on to say that it's not the first mistake that breaks us. It's spiraling out of control that we need to avoid. And the way we can do that is to never screw up twice in a row. If you overeat, don't do it twice in a row. Get back on the horse and recommit to your new habit. The goal is to not break the chain. If you are in sales, sell every day. If you are a comedian, write jokes every day. He says the greatest threat to success is boredom and that the greats continue to do the boring and routine things that are a necessary part of becoming the change. It's a game of who cannot get bored. You have to fall in love with boredom. 
He goes on to say that if you only do things that are exciting, you'll never do enough to be successful. I love that. Professionals stick to a schedule. Amateurs don't. This is the difference. Professionals put importance on routine, while amateurs let life get in the way. I've talked about this principle many times, and the critique I get is that people think routine is robotic, and it creates a loss of creativity. I see it exactly the opposite way, as does James Clear, the author. Habits and routine create a foundation for mastery, as he says. One's creative side is able to come out when they have the fundamentals down pat. It takes away the anxiety and allows for a better performance. For example, a basketball player with correct fundamentals of dribbling, passing, and shooting can create a lot more opportunities on the court than the player who is inefficient. Musicians who practice scales every day create a sense of confidence in their performance that isn't there with amateurs. He says success is a system and not a finish line, and that if you're not successful, you are not the problem. Your habits and system are the problem. There are a lot of great and practical lessons in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'd recommend reading or listening to it in its entirety. I summarized some of the main points that really spoke to me, but there is a lot more intriguing content. Habits are the key to success. They are what will produce the outcomes for you. Figure out who you want to become and then live that life with the habits that create that person. You got this. Let's all do our part to become better. Thank you.